Hello and welcome to the Sneaky Art Podcast. I'm your host Nishant Jain, back with a new season of this show. New ideas, new guests, new everything, and the same old me. This show began as a show about urban sketching, but really what it is is a journey of self-education for me and by extension hopefully also for you. I go where my curiosity takes me and I am delighted to have you on this journey too. Have you ever made drawings on a train? It's something I love to do, but it isn't easy. You have to match the rhythm of the train for one thing. Does the train in your city shake a lot? Does it swerve hard around corners? Does it speed up as it approaches the station or does it slow down? Is there a last second jerk that you didn't expect? You have to know all of these things so that your lines don't go all over the page. But it's not even just about the art. You have to be comfortable taking up space for this silly little thing that you're doing around all the commuters going to work or heading home, people visiting friends and family, parents with young children, someone going out to a restaurant, a bar or a cafe, strangers, friends, colleagues, family members, thousands of lives come together on a city's train network every single day. It's a beautiful place to draw. In this episode, I want to talk about a unique opportunity given to me by the city of Vancouver last December. If you're a new listener, this episode is not like any of the others, but I am glad to have you here. Don't forget to dive into the archives after you're done with this one. If you're a veteran listener, I am so excited to have you back. Thank you for waiting through this period of hiatus that I took. Today, I'm a little nervous in front of the mic because I'm trying something very new. This business of writing every week, of drawing nearly every day, this business that I've given myself to be an artist and a writer, and in the process also become a podcaster, needs me to do nerve-wracking, anxiety-inducing things regularly. This episode is me stepping out of my comfort zone, and it is about a project which also needed me to be uncomfortable in the pursuit of great results. So, Let's hop on the train and let's begin this thing. Okay, the next time you're on the Sky Train, you might find your image immortalized as art. Nishant Jain, known as the sneaky artist, is quietly sketching people aboard trains all month. He's TransLink's artist in residence this month, and he's hoping his art will draw people out of their bubbles and revitalize a sense of community. That was the opening segment of my spot on the CBC Evening News in Vancouver last December. You can catch a link to the whole segment in the show notes. I got quite a bit of attention after posting my first set of drawings on Instagram, and this residency coincided, or maybe helped catalyze, a period of incredible growth in my social media following. But here's the story first. The Vancouver public transport system, known as TransLink, consists of trains, rapid buses, and ferries to connect all the different parts of Metro Vancouver over land and over water bodies. A few months ago, a representative from TransLink reached out to me with the idea for a new kind of art residency project. Having seen my work already, they wanted me to be part of an effort to bring art and culture to the public transit experience. We volleyed lots of ideas back and forth and devised a plan for me to draw on the trains and interact with the passengers. I asked, what if I drew on coasters and offered them to the passengers? 
what if I had a big board with all of my drawings for commuters to look at or to take pictures with? What if I drew in like a really big sketchbook, like so comically big that everyone would notice that I was doing something? To my great amazement, they were enthusiastic about all of my wild ideas, even the ones that I hoped they would dial down. I don't really do conspicuous art. It's called sneaky art for good reason. But they gave me a big sign to carry and a bright blue jacket to wear and it was impossible to be sneaky any longer. I knew I wanted to do it and I knew it was going to make me very uncomfortable. The next station is Broadway City Hall. Exit here for the 99B line. The reason this project immediately captured my attention is that I love public transport. Train stations, bus stops, airports, trains, buses, planes, they fascinate me. I'm interested in all the things that bring strangers together to achieve common goals. In this case, the goal is the simplest and most primal of all goals in a city, to go from point A to point B. Go to any train station in any city and you will see complete strangers coming to an unspoken agreement to make all of this stuff happen. Public transport takes people to work, it brings them back home again, it empowers people who are poor, and it gives freedom to those with special needs and disabilities. It helps tourists navigate the unfamiliar maze of a foreign city. As an immigrant, I can tell you, traveling by public transport is also a way to bond with the people of your new world. Buying a ticket just like them, or swiping a pass, observing the same norms around seating, reading the same signs, holding on to the same supports, standing in the same queue, these little everyday activities help you assimilate in a foreign environment. I can say this because I've done it. You will look at the people around you, those talking to other people, others plugged into their own screens, and you will feel like you are part of the same experience as them. Briefly united, residents of the same place, with equal rights to belong here. It is this sentiment that motivates me to draw on buses and trains. And this same feeling powered me through my anxiety about this very public-facing art residency. More than my fears, more than my nerves, I wanted to take this chance to share this beautiful thing about living together in cities. That trains exist to take us to our destination. That trains exist to run not for you, not for me, but for all of us. It was one thing to discuss the plans, it was another to actually start to do them. I became progressively more anxious in the days leading up to my first session. One of the reasons that I make sneaky art is that I feel self-conscious in public spaces. Years of sketching, years of improving as an artist, more fame, more social validation, have not made these anxieties disappear. But what they've done is that they have given me a second set of actual life experiences to compare against the worst-case scenarios that my mind is so good at cooking up. The second session was easier than the first. The third session was easier still. 
the final session was a breeze. I actually started to really enjoy myself during the third session. This one was not on a train, but at the iconic waterfront station in downtown Vancouver during rush hour at the end of a workday. It was late December, so it was quite cold and things got dark very early. I had an assigned performance spot right after the turnstiles where you swipe your compass card. I sat on a stool with the largest sketchbook that I own, a one and a half feet tall moleskin sketchbook, and I began to draw. Behind me was a poster of my past drawings and a QR code with further information about the project. Not everyone stopped, obviously, because this was, after all, rush hour, but a lot of people did. There were several people who recognized me from my Instagram, who came to say hi, to watch over my shoulder. Some of them even skipped their train to take the next one, and I'm very grateful for that much consideration. There were people who didn't know what I was doing, who didn't know who I was, and came up to ask. And I was happy to engage in some conversation, just to help me keep this drawing light. And I'm perhaps lucky that I can hold a conversation while drawing at the same time. I'm good at drawing, but I'm an expert at talking. <laughs> this day was also special because I organized a meetup of the Urban Sketchers group of Vancouver. So it was not just me sketching inside the station that day, but 15 to 20 people scattered around the beautiful interiors of this historic building with their sketchbooks and their inks and their paints. Afterwards, we got together to look at each other's work, as urban sketchers do, and to share our experiences. A lot of people who joined this meetup were first-time sketchers, well, first-time joining an urban sketchers meetup at the very least, and they were so happy to have pushed themselves in this manner, to go out and draw in public space, to look at the world and to bring it to their page. I think this is a very transformative experience. It has been for me. It is the key for how my art has improved over the last few years. To all the lonely sketchers in need of company, I highly recommend joining an Urban Sketchers chapter in your city. This train is for Waterfront. So if you're nervous about sketching in public, here are some words from another nervous, overthinking artist that might be of help. These are some ideas that I picked up that I reinforced in my own mind during this art residency experience. First, people don't pay as much attention as you might imagine. They've got a lot of things going on when they're on the train and they've got their screens and their earphones they're not really looking at other people and they're certainly not looking at you bent over your book. Second, people don't really have a negative opinion of someone making art. Not once in six years of drawing outdoors has anyone said anything negative to me. On the trains, I was approached by a group of teenagers once. They loved what I was doing and I drew them a group portrait to take away before their stop arrived. Little kids, Parents, elderly people, came up to my big board of tiny drawings, took pictures, said nice things before they left. During my session at Waterfront Station, some people even posed for me and told me their names for me to write down on the page. Someone even bought me a coffee. My conclusion is, people like to see someone making art. This is a good way to spend your time. 
and everyone appreciates it. So what I learned from this residency also was that a lot of my fears are only alive inside my mind. You may not be able to dismiss them entirely, but it's good to know that they are not real. You can train yourself to ignore them. You might feel uncomfortable, but you can know that discomfort is pointless. You're not supposed to give in to it. This is something I have learned to embrace. This is something that this very public-facing residency project drilled into me. All the good things lie right outside my comfort zone. To grow as an artist, I must get comfortable being uncomfortable. And be just a little uncomfortable when I get too comfortable. Here's another thing I noticed. Uh, a lot of my anxieties dissipate the moment I touch pen to paper. There is a sort of magic in this moment. Instantly, I'm pulled into my work. Instantly, my concerns and problems and hesitations about the people watching me are replaced by my concerns and problems and ideas about what I'm going to do with the page. Basically, my attention shifts and these useless fears recede into the background. I only become aware of them again when I have finished drawing, but basking in that afterglow of a finished drawing, they seem very petty and insignificant. I advise you, therefore, to get yourself into this zone again and again. Push yourself to draw outdoors. Reduce that gap between seeing something that you might want to draw and actually starting to do it. Do this so many times that your mind simply knows that it is coming. Enough times that it knows that the fear is a useless thing not worthy of your attention. The next station is Terminus Station Waterfront. Connect here to the Expo Line, C-Bus and West Coast Express. Exit here for the R5 Hastings Street Rabbit Bus. The TransLink residency came to me at precisely the right time in my life, I was getting a little too comfortable in my bubble. I was drawing at cafes, I was drawing at other indoor spots, and I needed to break out in a big way. I needed to thrust myself into a position of discomfort, surrounded not by easy answers, but by vague ideas. Not tested solutions, but just notions of what I might be able to do and what might happen as a result of it? It's really good when you don't know exactly how things will turn out. It's good for your art. It's good for your life. You feel a little tingle in the back of your head, and that tingle is the spark of magic. To do great things, you have to leave room for magic. To do things that are greater than yourself, you have to allow for things that are greater than yourself. So the next time you're outdoors with a sketchbook, unable to open it, unable to begin drawing because of fears, because of anxieties, I want you to know that it's just a silly little thing. To defeat them is also just a silly little thing. A silly little thing like permission from a voice in your ears telling you that you have the right to be there and the right to do this. To look at your world and make sense of it on a blank page. I want you to let this episode be your permission. I am giving you permission now to follow your curiosity, to find the things that are interesting to you, 
to not dismiss them, but instead to give them time, to give them your attention. I can promise you all the good things come from doing this. Recording this episode was an uncomfortable thing for me to do. No guest, just me and the mic. I did not expect it to be this hard, but it has taken me so long to get around to doing this. Still, here I am, pushing out of my comfort zone and really enjoying having done it. If you found this episode useful, if you would like me to do more, please get in touch and let me know. I could really use some positive feedback. To support my mission to be an independent artist, writer and podcaster, use the link in the show notes to become a sneaky art insider. It comes with a whole host of benefits as you'll see on the link. And your annual show of support comes to less than $1 per episode of this podcast. Alternatively, if you'd like, tap the button to buy me a coffee. In any case, I'm glad to be in front of the mic again and I'm glad to have you on the other end of it. Use the link in the show notes to see all the drawings I made on the trains in Vancouver. Thank you for listening.